We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Welcome back to another episode of Booth Review presented by Emprise Bank. When was the last time you went into a bank? Now more than ever, who you're doing business with is more important than where they're located. Emprise is a trusted company with mobile tools that take your banking beyond the borders of whatever city you live in. That's Emprise Bank. Member FDIC. Uh, I am not joined by Scott Chasen today for, uh, for the first time. I am really excited to be talking to uh, a former Kansas Jayhawk player, current Kansas Jayhawk sideline reporter, and uh, some have considered him the mayor of Lawrence uh, at various times. Brandon McAnderson, BMAC, I am juiced to be talking with you, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Any opportunity to talk about Kansas football, I take wholeheartedly, so I am glad to be here with you, Ken. Yeah, man, dude, I'm so hyped, and it's I, I've I've so enjoyed getting to talk Kansas football. Um, you know, I I'm in quote unquote media, but like there's there's a whole lot of fandom dripping out of me, and uh, cool. you know, I've been following this program for my whole life, pretty much. Uh, I've seen you, I've I've seen you in Memorial Stadium a few times playing. Uh, hey. it's just it's it's cool to it's cool to see after you know there's there's a lot I think there's a lot of people that we're following this program and we're desperate for it to, to, to kind of have the kind of resurgence it's had this year. And it's just cool to see it kind of coming out of the woodworks, the energy, the excitement around this program. I'm sure it's gotta be a lot of fun to, for you to kind of get to see that as well. Absolutely. You know, as a, as a fan, you had the early nineties run, you know, where I was, you know, maybe eight, nine years old. So I did get to see that. I was aware of it. I had my favorite players and, and, a, and a small note on that. <laughs> I used to love those red face masks. I mean, that, <laughs> I, I was like, I want to go to Kansas and wear a red face mask. And we never wore red face masks. But last week they had the classic look, the blue tops with the red face mask. So I was really nostalgic about that. But, you know, what I love about Kansas football is it feels like it's a, it's everyone's. You know, like mm-hmm. Kansas basketball is a national brand. 
and you know there's all the all the haters and all this and that so the all the things that go with like a powerful associated brand as a fan you have to deal with all the good and the bad but it's worth it you know because they win so much and you, and you get to celebrate them so much but kansas football feels like everybody gets to own a piece you know the kid gets to own a piece you know the grandpa that has season tickets for 60 years he gets to own a piece you get to own a piece being a local i get to own it as an alumnus and it's just it's special that way. So when you when you when it revives itself and it starts to feel good, it feels good to everyone. And it kind of just, you know, raises the vibrations of the whole town. So I'm just super proud and glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I've got to be at the booth a couple times this year. Um, I'm I've got a I've got a six year old. I've gotten to take a couple times and it's just it's cool to it's it's bringing back a lot of memories for me. But it's it's a different role for me because, you know, I used to sit in the family section you know, that like, that family zone or whatever you call it you yeah. know, in, in the bowl. Like I spent a lot of Saturdays Saturdays there with my dad, and I it felt like that walk from you know Tennessee Street or whatever was like ten you know an hour when I was a kid. It doesn't feel as long now, right? But right. it's just it's 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 so cool to to kind of just just to to have that happening right now, where I'm getting to kind of bring my kid to a really revived, energized uh, building, and and it's yeah. so cool to watch. And you know, BMAC, like I, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, you've you kind of get a little bit more of a look at this program, right? With you know, being the sideline reporter, did you kind of did you have a feeling that that this was in the range of outcomes? Like this, what this team is sitting here nine games in, six and three. Did you kind of have some have some vibes that this was something that could very well happen? I did, and and the reason was is covering the league. Uh, one of the things that stuck out, this is only my third year. So the first two years, um, you know, 20 is that first COVID year. 21 yeah. is the bounce back COVID year. COVID had a huge impact on what teams were doing. The first thing I would do was I would run down their depth chart. And my goodness, man, senior, 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 redshirt senior, 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 super senior, senior, senior. And you look at Kansas roster and you're looking at 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 17-year-old, 17-year-old. And it doesn't matter how good you are because it you're playing against men. And it's just hard to make up that difference. You don't go, you don't turn on an Alabama game and watch 17 freshmen. You know, and that's what Kansas was doing. There was a point where I think they had played the last two years, they played 30 plus freshmen in consecutive seasons. So one of the reasons I was excited is because they were older. They finally got to reap the benefits of having some guys stick around and come back to play, guys like Caleb Sampson, guys like Sam Burt, that not only are old, but are grown men. You know, these are 25-year-old yeah. people. So when you're 25, you got a lot, you got a lot figured out. And, and yeah. your, your mental part and your strength part combined. So you're at your best around that age. That's a that's a bonus. Then you look at the transfer portal. It built depth in a way that you wouldn't have imagined. It built depth because, one, you had more good players. But it built depth, too, because now my 18, 19, 20-year-old player is learning from a 22-year-old player. So he he's learning from a guy that's already been in at least one program, maybe two in some cases, a guy like Lorenzo McCaskill, who's been in three programs, you know, with, with Juco thrown in there. So I'm looking at, as a linebacker that's 19, who was thrown in the fire before I was ready and, and really struggled. Now I'm competing with somebody that's like, hey, hey, that's the wrong technique or don't don't commit to that gap in that way. You're, you're doing the right things. You just got to, you know, and not only can I say it, I can see it. So he says it. Now I get to see him do it. And that's yeah. different than a coach telling you to do it. I, I think those were the little the little things that I saw where some of the some of the talent pieces were matching up really well with the age pieces. Mm -hmm. And those things combined help you build a competent team and a competitive team. So I thought that they would be both things. 
I'm not gonna lie and say I thought they'd be five and zero. I know I didn't. I didn't expect <laughs> them to be five and zero, uh, but I did expect them to win. I said on a, a podcast I thought they'd win at least five games, and and the reason was the age and the talent matching up and the way they talked. You know, there was no sensationalism about what they thought they were capable of. They were talking about it so matter of factly that I had no choice to believe them. You know, I, I've been around the program where the guys like, no man, this is gonna be the year. <laughs> you know, and you're looking at them like, I don't think so, pal. <laughs> I hope so for you, but I don't really believe in it. Yeah. And uh, these guys had a, a sense of belief that was refreshing. And uh, it's been rewarding to watch these guys get after it and then get, you know, get the ultimate prize. And they still are in the game for the ultimate prize. These people can still win a conference championship. That's a huge deal uh, for, for a program that's 18 months in. Yeah. And I mean, it, it is young. It is a, it, people forget how far ahead of schedule I think this program is. And, you know, it's just what they've been able to do in such a short amount of time is remarkable. I'm blown away by this coaching staff. Like I, I've talked about this so many times. It's just, um, you know, you talk about I, I, Lance Leipold's talked about, Hey, you know, player led culture is, is the one that's going to wind up, you know, kind of, you know, uh, is gonna gonna be the most successful you know version of a, of a program and you know i you, you talk a little bit about that as young guys getting to learn from older guys and all that kind of stuff i think about you know some of these players that that came in to this program right and you know the, the transfer portal i think you look on paper and i think a lot of people's i mean at least me personally i look my ears perked up seeing a lot of the guys that they were getting involved and getting at you know as part of as part of the transfer portal but the thing that really got me excited was to see and this was like before the before the game started right i was getting a little excited to see how we 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 see all these these transfers come in but not all of them are starting you know like a lot of these kids that were here were still keeping their positions and that was something that kind of perked my ears about this program said i don't think it's a a talent eval because i watched a lot of these kids it was i think some of these other kids that are here they know the standard They've, they've they're living to that standard they're doing everything that you know that that is expected of them and they're earning those opportunities the competition was as important as the bodies coming in i think to this program and i think it was just to see some of these guys keeping some of these transfers from starting right away was really a positive sign before games even started absolutely and it's not you know it's <clears throat> it's one thing to have i think my favorite position example of this is defensive line mm-hmm. you know you got a guy come in like Lonnie Phelps who's i mean electric you know he he talks like he plays football this guy is like a, a dc uh comic book hero man he's just the <laughs> real deal and you know you expected big things out of him but jeremy robinson is really good at football yeah i mean he can run the line you know uh, he forced a pitch in that oklahoma state game and then ran down the running back and tackled him he made the play against baylor that swung the game mm-hmm. he makes short yardage plays all the time yep. like, a big time football player then you move inside you got a guy like Caleb Sampson who's 24 25 I I expected him to be an all big 12 player and I think he'll still live up to that standard but behind him Tommy Dunn Jr. DJ Withers these guys are red shirt freshmen and they will they will lock they will rock your socks off they will make plays in games where you're like holy cow man I didn't even know you know I I will say I was really excited about Tommy Dunn from the moment he committed here and it's nice to see him contributing but a guy like DJ Withers was a tweener you know, he was a little too, a uh, little bit too big to play outside, you know, a little too small to play inside. You fast forward a year later, there's no issues with his size. So mm-hmm. now he's a, he's like a combination pass rusher out of that three technique, out of that D tackle position. Mm-hmm. And 
those are the stories. That's the position I look at like, man, they've got a little bit of everything. Guys like Hayden Hatcher, who just keeps fighting and keeps earning mm-hmm. a spot. Zion DeBose, whose talent flashes, but, you know, he doesn't play as much. Uh, Malcolm Lee, like a steady Eddie like Malcolm Lee, who's always doing what he's supposed to and making plays when he has the opportunity. It's just a fantastic group, and it's a sign of of the camaraderie and their connection. I, Jim, uh, Coach Panagos came from Rutgers, and he came in spring ball. This, they play for this guy like their energy and their motivation around him and his energy and their connection. You would think this guy's been coaching here for 20 years. It's just they have a culture, and, and this is my, my biggest compliment of this coaching staff, is that Kansas has been a team without a football culture. Now, they've had a whole bunch of different coaches, and they've had a whole bunch of different coaches talking about a whole bunch of different things, but none of it ever equated to actual culture. With this staff being so familiar with each other, they had they inherited culture. The kids inherited the culture. The coaches they kept inherited the culture. The coaches that they're bringing in inherit the culture. So it honestly feels like, you know, like they've been here since Wisconsin Whitewater. And it's just a special, special way to do business and a special way to treat the players. So I think that's those kind of things will continue to happen. And you'll see these players who are looking for a home, who are looking for playing time and opportunities, really take a long look at Kansas because of that stuff. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm i I'm lockstep with you uh, with all that. And I when I look at um when I look at this coaching staff, the thing that just wa- that impresses me so much week over week is the cohesion that they operate with within the game planning. Like, it just feels like, that they're playing a level of complimentary football that I don't see everywhere in the country. Right. And I feel like they know who they are. They know what their kids are capable of. They know how to put them all in the best position to succeed better than about anybody on in the country. And, you know, you take, there's a lot of other things that really excite me about that. But when I look at game day, I just see the way defensively that, you know, I think the, the defensive side of the ball's ability and, and intent on eliminating explosive plays is just it's 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 a very nice complementary piece to how the offense operates, right? Because I think you know the offense is content; they're going to be willing to maybe take some chances on fourth down if you're if you're able to get into a fourth and manageable. You know, there's some times where they're willing to you know maybe maybe they run the ball on third down because they know that they've got a fourth you know fourth down opportunity coming. And, you know, they're it kind of just feels like the way Kansas has ascended so quickly and this is a credit to the kids don't get me wrong but like i look at as a game planning perspective they may not always out talent you know some of these teams they have plenty of talent don't get me wrong but it feels like they are forcing teams to out execute them every single week every single play and i think that's what's really been so impressive about how this team has gone about business and i don't know if i don't know if you agree disagree i'd I'd love to hear your thoughts on that I hate that idea. No, I absolutely absolutely agree with you. And it's, I think it's my favorite thing about what they do. You know, man, Gino had a different style of coaching. You know, for us, it was, this is the list of requirements to play this position in this system. And you knew that, you know, there was no, there was no gray area under that staff. This staff is like, they're tinkerers, they're problem solvers. Mm -hmm. So they're not looking for a guy to fit everything that they have on this list. They're looking for a guy. They're looking at a player as an asset and saying, excuse me, what do you do well? And how can I put you in a position to do it? 
And that means that you're weaponizing your whole roster. And that means that there's a lot of people involved. So you're, there's no malcontents. You know, a guy like uh, Monty McGarry, fifth-year player, transferred here for opportunity, and there weren't a lot of opportunities early in the season. Last game, this guy's flying in off the edge, yep. getting a quarterback hurry. He's mm-hmm. making an impact in the run game. There was a goal line stop he made where I had to double check. I'm like, well, what was that? <laughs> and he flies in there and sticks the guy and makes a play. Mm-hmm. And this guy, you know, has been primarily a special teams player. But when his number was called, he was ready to go. And they just – they keep finding these people that, mm-hmm. you know, you'll watch a guy like Shad Dabney, not a guy that's got a lot of uh, publicity and hasn't even played a ton. But they've put him in some spots, like where, you know, corner's down. We need you to step in and play this outside corner. And he's performed mm-hmm. admirably. Yeah. So I, there's just people here. There's people that are playing I'm excited about. There's people that aren't playing that I'm excited about. I could go – I could talk 30 minutes for people that aren't playing that I'm excited about. You know, guys like Edwin White Schultz and guys like Jason Gilliam. You know, mm-hmm. guys that you're not seeing but are going to factor into the, the future of this program in a major way. So the, the way that they've built depth and, and – and, and galvanize every person is special. And it's mm-hmm. been a fun team to be a fan of. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, like the flip side on the offensive side of the ball, I'll think about like, like even just like a guy like Tanaka Scott, like they don't have a ton of guys like him, but they've, there's been times this year, they'll throw four eligible receivers into the boundary. They'll stick Tanaka Scott one-on-one ISOed to the field and just line them up and throw a fade ball, you know, just give them a shot in the, in the goal, in the red zone, or they'll just stand up or try to get him involved in the screen game in some capacity. They'll, they'll put him, you know, in, in a bunch or something and try to throw a screen. It's just like, I just think like that's like a representation of exactly what you're talking about. It's like, you know, maybe Tanaka Scott's got some work to do to develop the entirety of the route tree. But I look at let's use him with his physicality and his size, either down the field or or in the screen game. It's just so unique to see. Like that's one of the things that kind of I, I really appreciate early on. It's like we're just going to try to figure out how to get all these different guys involved. And it is really impressive, you know, 
what they've been able to do. I, 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 I want to talk to you a little bit about the offense, actually. We kind of pivot over there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, I, I, I nerd out about Andy Kovnicki. I'm an offensive guy at art, but I've just been so impressed. And, and we'll, we can go to Scott Fuchs with this, too, is I've just been blown away at the diversity in the run game that they've been able to employ where they've just they've got so many concepts that they're able to lean on at any different time and they've been doing it successfully like i think jason the jalen daniels to jason bean switch there was some there were some different concepts that they leaned on a little bit more with jason bean than they were with with jalen daniels and i just like i'm just blown away and impressed by that offensive line we'll start there just their ability to adapt and their ability to do a lot of different things very well. I it's, it's been so impressive. I think he's done an out. I think Scott folks has done an ad, outstanding job developing that group. Absolutely. That, that group was the one that I was the most curious about, not because they had question marks, but there were some players I was excited about. Armaje Reed Adams is one of my favorites, big, strong guy worked on his body, dropped a hundred pounds and is a factor in this season. You know, he, I think I think he has the most NFL body looking body, like especially by the by the end of this. Like, I think he might have the most NFL looking body when, of, of all these dudes. Yes, that guy is going to be special here. He's going to be a big time player and they're already using him and getting him in the mix. Guys like Dominic Pooney, who is just a hoss. Um, you know what I was thinking about the other day, a, a stat that I'm, I'm working on for, for the pregame show this coming Saturday is how well they've done against the other team's. Um, lead pass rushers and defensive lines. Oh, yeah. Like, think about, like, how many game records are in the Big 12. There's a ton. And if you look down the list, these guys have not impacted the game a whole lot. I mean, for, from the Dante Stills of the world, you know, to when they played Houston, Houston has two NFL-level pass rushers, D-line. They didn't impact the game much. You know, that big uh, Ika, who's going to be a first-team All-American and likely a first-round Yeah. There yeah. was moments where they neutralized him. So there's all these – their ability to collectively just get the job done. You know, Michael Ford Jr. is like uh, your walking flex seal. You know, if you have a hole at right guard, he just steps in, pulls it. Uh, Mike Nowitzki was injured most of the week. He played center most of the week in practice. He played right tackle. He played left guard. I mean, this guy played three positions in the game on Saturday. What a luxury to have someone who, by the way, is only in his second year of eligibility. So he's a guy that's going to be around here for a long time that can play – five positions legitimately so you're not you, you you can let your your players behind him Gorchika and Kobe Bain guys they're excited about you don't have to thrust them into action because Michael Ford will just step in wherever you need him and will rotate around guys like Bryce Cable do you know someone we were really excited about when he came here but you know he came to Kansas at 245 you know and this guy is the 295 pound 300 pound right tackle that just gets the job done you know he's able to to neutralize speed rushers he's able to hand, hold himself uh, accountable against these power rushers and inside rushers. You know, Trevor Lacey from Oklahoma State is a very, very good player. You didn't hear his name. You didn't hear about him. So that group themselves has just performed well. Um, and with all the motion and movements, you don't see a lot of pre-snap penalties. You don't see a lot of confusion and blitz packages. They've just been a special group, and they really allow Kodal Nicky to kind of spread his wings schematically.
Yeah, they throw all kinds of stuff. Like, I mean, it leaned a little bit on that unbalanced stuff against Oklahoma State. And they've done that a couple times this, you know, this year. You know, I you know, the 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 option game, you know, was kind of starting to blossom with Jalen Daniels. It doesn't feel like they can run the exact same kind of stuff that they were doing with Jalen with Jason Bean. I don't think they're really wanting him to run up inside as much. They're trying to want to maybe get him on the edge a little bit more. But like that's just it's just the diversity. You know, it feels like they're running a little bit more of the wide zone stuff that they kind of set out to do when they first got here. And I, you're talking about like all these guys and like Tyree Wilson's a guy they're going to have to deal with coming up. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, that guy might, that guy might go real early, yeah. but I just, I, I, one of the, like the anecdotes and stuff like uh, that I think about with this, with this team is like, I look at the South Dakota game, Lance Leipold's first game here and the growth from on the offensive line from that first game where South Dakota state was giving them problems and disrupting up front. They were getting pushed back a little bit more than you'd like, even with the wide zone stuff. You know, you, you can give some ground at times just to react, but like it was like it was disruptive. And then I look at where they're at today. I'm just I, I can't speak to how like how impressed I am with this group and what they've done. And then you, you talk about, you know, the the formations and, and stuff like they put a lot of they put a lot. Obviously, you know, like I think any uh Nikki said this. It was, you know, hey. We don't put a lot on the offensive line pre-snap. We put a lot on, you know, it's going to put a lot on them post-snap, but we're going to put a lot on the receivers pre-snap. We're going to move them around. We're going to try to help, you know, create some advantages there. But the the creativity with that group, I mean, and like the ability to just be so multiple while keeping things so simple has just, it's just, I, 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 I'm so impressed with it week over week. And they always have a few new wrinkles that they're able to introduce every week. And it's so fun to watch. Yeah, and it's like the, it's that tinkering piece that that I really enjoy. I, I think there was, and I know they say the offense is the same. I think it's because we don't have a good understanding of how massive their playbook is. So we're <laughs> looking at it like that's definitely different. But to them, it probably is something they've always been running, and probably is something that they kind of consider in their staple of plays. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of what you're going to use. I think one of the things that I noticed uh, from Baylor the bye week to Oklahoma State was kind of getting Jason Bean out of that three step game to where he, he kind of doesn't read coverages as well as he reads leverages. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes he looks really uncomfortable in three-step, and then you run an RPO and he's throwing a slant, and he looks like, you know, Peyton Manning. And, <laughs> and I think that they're looking at it like, let's not spend a whole lot of time on what he doesn't do well, you know, just just for the sake. They're just not rigid. You know, they don't look yeah. at it like it's not an ego thing for him. You know, like mm-hmm. this is supposed to work because I designed it. So I'm going, you're, we're going to force this down your throat because this is a principle or a tent pole of what mm-hmm. we want to do on offense. They just don't look at it that way. They're looking at it like, you know, what can we do? I, I, one of the interesting things was Devin Neal. You know, Devin wanted more touches. So Leipold talked about, we looked at some of the stuff he did last year and he was right. You know, he was, when he got 20 plus carries, those were some of his bigger games. So they made a concerted effort to increase his touches and they rewarded him and he rewarded them. So it's like a group that's like looking at it collaboratively. You know, a running back comes to you and says, Hey man, I I need 25 touches. Coach looks at you like, Oh, you're selfish. (laughs) What are you talking about? And not these guys. They're like, well, all right, well, let's look, let's look at the number. Let's look at some of this stuff. Let's see. You know, what ways we can get you the ball a little bit more. Let's see what the pass would indicate. Is there times where you've gotten stronger with more carries? And lo and behold, he got better and better and better. And he looks smoother. He looked quicker. He looked more motivated. So I, I think they're just in tune. They're lock and step with each other beyond just the coaching staff. They're listening. 
beyond just the coaching staff. They're listening to the players. It's a collaborative environment. And it's one, if you're a player, you got to feel like, man, I'd love to be a part of this. I'd love to have a say, you know, feel like I have a say at the very least in what we're trying to do. And you can see that manifest itself on Saturdays. Well, and the obvious effort that all these kids have put into this program to get to this point, to get to where they are at, I think that's a good way to reward them for 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 what they're doing is to be heard and stuff. And and I mean, I they've got to be pretty pleased with what they're getting out of these kids because like it, the ability to be as multiple is like there, I, I think there's a lot of people and a lot of teams that say they're multiple in college football NFL. There's a lot of people that say they're they're you know they're multiple. They got a cheese fake cheesecake factory menu full of uh, play calls but like i feel like kansas really is and is actually able to do it and like the thing that just impresses me is like they're able to stick to core principles still while doing all of this that's that's kind of what you know that's kind of what really impressed me um you know just about you know what we've what we've seen from these kids and and it's cool to see them kind of get rewarded for all the work uh that that they've put into it We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All right, we're talking to Brandon McAnderson, the KU sideline reporter. It's been a lot of fun getting to talk to you uh, about this team. And, um, you know, looking here at, you know, we're looking ahead a little bit to to, TC, or to Texas Tech, sorry. Um, you know, it doesn't have to end at six wins. Right. You know, and I, and I I look at I look at this Kansas team last year, right? They played their best football in November. I uh, Lance Leipold talked about this last year. If you want to get to the places that you want to go, you're going to have to win football games in November. You have to play your best football in November. And I look at last November, they beat Texas. They're competitive against TCU. They're competitive against West Virginia. I mean, I, it doesn't have to end there. And I think this is a I think this is a winnable game for them against Texas Tech. Yeah, I I think they're all winnable. You know, I've seen all these teams up close, you know, for the most part and seen them on TV. I don't think there's a big separation between any of them. You know, watching West Virginia and watching Texas Tech is not that vastly different of an experience. You know, guys like Bryce Ford Whedon, you're like, holy cow, that's a Sunday player. You know, JT Dan was a good player. Dante Stills, you know, their inside linebackers were very good. I think Texas Tech is similar to West Virginia a little bit. I think they play a little bit hard, a little bit more dialed into what they're trying to do. Yeah, they, they play a little bit faster on both sides of the football, but they're similar in talent and, and skill profile. And that's a game West Virginia could have won. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like they couldn't have beat us. They they could have. They could have beat TCU if, if a couple things go right. So I think there's just a lot of parity in the league, and I think they can continue to win. You know, defensive line playing nine to twelve guys—that's a big deal. You yeah. know, running backs not taking. Uh, you know. Devin Neal had the 30 carry game, but he's, you know, he wasn't even over 15 touches in most of the games this year. He's ready to rock. You know, guys like Luke Grimm, they've been nicked up, but they've been able to play through some of that stuff. So you feel pretty good about where they are health wise. You feel good about where they are quarterback wise, being able to retain somebody like Don, uh, like Jason Bean. You know, you look around the league, no one has backup quarterbacks. No one. You know, and, and we have one of the best in the country, and not just based on his skill set, based on his production. 
You know, you look at his stats. His yeah. stats are some of the best in the league. He's second in the league in yards per attempt, um, yards per completion. He's first in QBR and Big 12 play because mm. uh, he's only played Big 12 games. Yeah. So this guy's a, a big-time performer. He's just different than Jalen, and, yeah. um, and it's just a different style. But he's a guy that can win games for you, and I think he can win a couple down the stretch if Jalen isn't able to come back. I mean, what a luxury to have. And looking ahead at Texas Tech, I think they play mm. a style – offensively that plays into some of the things Kansas does well. You know, if you look at a lot of where they get in trouble is they have a lot of long developing routes. And when you play drop coverage, they'll throw the ball to you, you know, just because there's people sitting in zones and, yeah. you know, they play free, you know, all the court, they play three different quarterbacks against Baylor. They all look like the starter. They were all very confident. They didn't have any issues trying to push the ball down the field. Cause that's what they want to do. And I think that plays well into what Kansas does is like a, a soft cover four team yep. that likes to give you that space and then break on it. And then when you get in that red zone, they stiffen up and then you see some of their exotic stuff. I think it fits really well with what Texas tech does. Mm -hmm. I feel good about their chance to, to win that game. Well, and you know, there's some question marks about who's wind up going to wind up being the quarterback for tech this week. But yeah, I think, you know, forcing a college kid at quarterback to play consistently down the field is a, is a recipe for success a lot of weeks. And I think that's one thing that Kansas has done such a good job of is just like I said earlier, just limiting explosives, keeping everything in front of you, playing discipline, tackling. Well, those are all things forcing long drives down the field. Hey, like, and, and I, you know, like the stopping the run too, like this, I think this team is pretty good about stopping the run. Like, you know, like I, I know Brian Borland puts an emphasis on it and I, I get why, you know, like structurally, I think it makes a lot of sense how that they're playing defensively. Uh, I Craig, I, I don't, I don't want to jump too much. Like I, I love Craig Young because he allows you to, to base, play base defense, but be able to play coverage a little bit better yeah. than, you know, yeah. But I just, yeah, I, I, I think there's, I think, I think this is a, a, a game that, yeah, that KU can, can keep a lid on it, limit the explosives and good things will happen for him. And, you know, offensively, we talked a little bit about Tyree Wilson, uh, you know, he presents, he, he presents some challenges that dude's a, a game record, but like, to your point, BMAC, they've been able to slow down some of those game, game records up front. Yeah. That's not been a huge issue. And, and, you know, Texas Tech is not just one guy. I like their speed at linebacker. Um, uh, they've got some, some solid, uh, secondary people. So they're not just a one man team, but it does start with Tyree Wilson. He's a, he's a big time guy and, and looking at him offensively. And you look at when Kansas struggled against Baylor and Oklahoma, it was tackling. I mean, they, they weren't tackling. And that, mm -hmm. that was the biggest difference in those two games versus every other game they've played this year. So they got a tackle. And Texas Tech has a big, strong back and Shadrick Thompson and then a, an elusive back that makes people miss. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be plenty of challenges. And that, that place is going to be juiced. It's a 6 p.m. It's a night game late in the year. You know, they need two wins to get bowl eligible. So they're going to be fighting tooth and nail. I just like the matchup. You know, I like I like where the team is. Um, I, I like when, you know, Jason B gets a chance to come back and play in his home state, you know, for one of the last times in his career. So I know he's going to be juiced and it's a big opportunity. And this this team has been has risen to every challenge. They've had a couple tough, really tough halves, but they've always fought back from those and, and competed hard. And like I said, I think that the, the issue for them is if they don't miss tackles, they're going to be in every game. You know, and I, I think yep. that their missed tackles days have looks like they're behind them. They needed that bye week badly. Yeah. And I think they'll get back to, like you mentioned, Craig. Craig's just not – Craig being able to cover receivers and keep you in base defense when normally teams would be a nickel is special. Yeah. But the guy blitzes as well as anybody on the team. He looks, he looks like Kyron sometimes coming yeah. off the edge. 
I mean, he, he blitzes off the edge as well as anybody. His open field tackling is – I actually laughed watching him tackle, you know, some of these elusive backs. Like, he, you know, just yeah. one – he only needs his one chance. The guy's got really strong hands. A guy that I've been really excited about, Lorenzo McCaskill, is a tackling machine. You know, him and Eric Gilliard come in, and it, it's automatic. Those <laughs> dude, you run inside, you get tackled. I mean, yeah. those two dudes will tackle you. So they just have a lot of options and a lot of players I'm excited about, and I, I like the matchup for Saturday. Yeah, sure. I mean, Tech's going to try to play a little bit of tempo. And, you know, like I don't – tempo only works if your quarterback can, can you know, get those completions consistently. Like yeah. Dylan Gabriel, like that was a really tough matchup to try to – that was their first time really seeing tempo all year. And Dylan Gabriel was just – he was playing outstanding. Like there wasn't much that they were going to be able to do that game. And then the run game started opening up because of it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, but like Oki, Oklahoma State tried to play a little tempo. And it, it, it they just they, – they stuck to what they do and – that he didn't play consistently enough to drive down the field with that tempo. Right. So it's, it's just kind of the same kind of thing. Just play what you do, do what you do, play it. Well, you'll, you'll deal with the tempo. They're getting a little bit more familiar with it too. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm too worried about it. I, uh, BMAC, I don't know if you're allowed to make a game prediction. I am going to make a, are you allowed to? I don't know. I just usually don't. <laughs> I don't. Don't worry about it. I won't. I, I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't make you. But I do have Kansas winning this football game. I got a 31-27, something like that. It's going to be a tight one. Um, but, I mean, this this offense, I think, uh, is is capable of putting up points on any defense in the Big 12. Um, Jason Bean I, continues to build off of what he's done. And, yeah, I think the bye week came at the right time. You know, obviously, like, hey, that, that offensive line depth got tested a little bit last week. Hopefully, a lot of guys are back up front. But, yeah, I think this is a game that I think Kansas wins. You know, six was the the getting to six was such a huge breakthrough. These guys get to be around that program for you know all these kids get to be you know with coaches and with the staff for another month. That's massive for the, the growth of this program. But it doesn't have to end at six. I don't think it is. I think they're well, winning. I, yeah, we talked about last year. You know, you talked about how the finishing strong and uh, being in those tight games and actually pulling that one out against Texas. That kind of fast forwarded them. You know what I mean? It kind of put them in a position yeah. where they're like, oh, we're supposed to be here. We should be winning these things. Believe. So then they, they lead into that season knowing that that's a possibility. I see a, I see some similarities in this process because getting to a bowl game, I know the first bowl game we got to in 2003, you know, Bill Whitmer got hurt um, and he missed those three games. We lost all three and we were down to the last one. You know, we were five and six and we had to win it and we did. But it was different, right? It was we went to Tangerine Bowl and had a party and got our butts kicked and you know went on home happy. <laughs> this is different. If they can, if they can take this next step and say, not only are we a bowl eligible team, we are now a conference contending team. Like belief and winning, the only way you can simulate it is actually doing it. So yeah. having an opportunity to do it in, in this fashion, and you know, and then having a chance not to look too far ahead. But having a chance to host Texas after what could be a big early program win for them against TCU, I think they are a team that can beat TCU. You mm -hmm. know, imagine the ups and downs of what they might be going through. So this yeah. thing is far from over. And I think that having a chance to win these type of games is literally the next step. The mm -hmm. next step is being a conference contender. It's playing important games in November. They're here right now. So having a chance to win that kind of game, I think it will it will be one of those things that can propel them forward. And, and I'm excited to see what they do. I am too. And I mean, I don't want to look too much farther ahead than you do, but like I I I will because like I think 2024 20, or 2023, I'm sorry, could be a lot of fun too. Yes, because a lot of these guys coming back. <laughs> Woo! 
I'm just you guys coming back. They get a they're they're America's darling right now. They're already winning in the transfer portal. They got a lot of guys returning. This could be something some kids want to be part of next year. You know, that I I mean, and there's a there's a there's a decent quarterback that should be back next year as well. Yeah, not so bad. Yeah, it's it's a decent spot to be be in. Uh, B Mac, man, it's been so great to talk to you. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, really, really enjoyed getting to getting to talk to you a little bit about you know something that I I think we're both kind of passionate about. So thanks again, man. Thanks for having me, Tim. Absolutely. Hey, this is uh, this has been another episode of Booth Review. Appreciate y'all. We'll catch you later. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.